Welcome back to Patriot Radio Mornings here on the 2nd of January. We're in studio with Bill English of BibleandBusiness.com. And Bill, you were basically calling us all out before the break relative oh, to making no. resolutions. You were, you were suggesting that it's not even worth doing it. And yet, Rachel Sutton here in studio has made a very profound New Year's resolution yes, for has. 2019. Rachel, tell our listeners what you've resolved to do for this upcoming year. Yeah, so, you know, I like to choose a word of the year, and this year I've chose discover, um, chosen discover, and part of that I want to read through the Bible in one year, and I've never, I've started these plans before where you kind of, you know, start in Genesis and read your way through, uh, but I've never actually been able to complete that, so I'm trying to find people who are accountability to tell me, hey, have you been reading and are you keeping up on this? Well, I love it. And I think now that you just said that live on air, I would suspect that many of our <laughs> listeners will be happy, Rachel, yeah. to keep you accountable, you know, by texting throughout the year. And this, Bill, have you read through the Bible in a year? Have you no, ever done this no I've never done that. So what would you do? You have suggestions for sticking with something like this? Uh, just set a time and mm-hmm. just do it religiously. No pun intended. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, just set a time and do it. And no matter how you feel, no matter what else is going on, it's it's got to be the BR time, mm-hmm. the Bible reading time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's terribly helpful. And I know, uh, too, Bill, as you're thinking ahead to 2019, you sent some notes this past week relative to some thoughts you have for people that are in business and some challenges that you might have for business owners thinking through how they're going to conduct themselves in 2019. So talk a little bit about this first one that you mentioned, which is spending 30 minutes a day praying about the, uh, about a business decision or business decisions that you're facing in a given day. You know, this this actually these four challenges come out of my business reference architecture, the Christian Business Owners Reference Architecture architecture that's available at bibleandbusiness.com spending 30 minutes a day praying about decisions that you will be facing that day or that you that you know are coming up uh the vast majority of business owners that i meet uh who are christians they pray a lot but they pray generally for wisdom and guidance but they don't pray specifically through decisions Mm -hmm. and so when you can learn to hear the voice of god and you can take a situation and say god i don't know what to do here you know help me understand your mind on this he will enlighten you because you are trying to use your business obviously for the kingdom so um, my challenge uh, to business owners is to take 30 minutes a day and pray Mm. you know and this this isn't just for business owners though this could be for pastors there's a lot of pastors who don't pray that much. Right. Uh, this could be for college uh, leadership. This could be for radio leadership. This could be for nonprofit leadership. Uh, any Anybody who's in leadership, I'm challenging to take 30 minutes a day to pray through the decisions that you have coming up. I will commit to doing the same. Mm, well, and it's an active process, isn't it, Bill? I mean, I think there's a sense in which something could become ritualistic. It's just something that we do. But you're talking about being able to discern what God's heart or God's uh, voice is on these matters. And if you begin to pray like this as a person in business or maybe as a, a leader of a family or whatever it looks like, how, how do you begin to then look for ways in which God is going to answer this prayer and, and to hear his voice in these matters? You know, how do you hear God's voice? It's a great question. Get into my class every term all, you, you know, without fail. So fail. here's here's how I teach it. I don't know how you teach it. Here's how I teach it. I uh, I ask people to we 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 pray and we silence the demonic forces and we ask for unusual sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and then I say and then we ask God give me one person I can pray for right now. Hmm. Now I promise you the enemy is not going to give you a name. They're just not right. And so you know that how you know that who you hear is coming from the Holy Spirit. Okay, and it's usually a thought that comes to your head. 
That's how I hear the voice of God. It's a thought that comes to my head, and my spirit identifies with it. It's a, it's a spiritual thing, right? It's a, For those who are listening who may not know the Lord, you're probably thinking I'm kind of hallucinating or delusional right now. No, really, I'm not. It's a spiritual thing. When your mind, when you're transformed by the Holy Spirit, your mind and your spirit become transformed and made alive mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ, right? And so there are things that we can do in the spiritual realm. We literally get to participate in the divine nature, Peter says. And so uh, learning to hear the voice of God in decision making is part and parcel to becoming an excellent steward of your business uh, for the Lord. Well, and Rachel Sutton was referencing the idea of reading the Bible day in and day out. And and what we find in the Bible is an invitation to actual relationship. And sometimes I think we emphasize so much about knowledge in our faith, which is important. But but the entire witness of the scriptures, it really is about this ongoing, dynamic, mysterious, but very yeah. real relationship yeah. with yeah. a very present God. And so learning to discern that voice is something that is a critical skill in any walk of life. And once you learn it, you don't know how you got along hmm. without it. Yeah. Yeah. I know the ancients uh, talk often about the idea of having a consolation of the spirit would have been the language of the ancients where okay. there's this sense in right. which you sort of know that you know, and you can't necessarily describe it in words, but there's a consolation within your spirit about this is the pathway forward. And, and God speaks to us, not just in church or in families, but even in our businesses relative to that. Well, our businesses are ministry too. You know, God calls us, has called a lot of people to own businesses and to create profit. Uh, Again, like we talked about a couple, three weeks ago, there is no ministry going on without profitable business behind it. And so uh, being a business owner is just as much a call as being a missionary or a pastor. Yeah, breaking down that secular sacred divide is a really important uh, subject for those of us in business. And Bill, you have four things for 2019. That was the first, which was to spend 30 minutes in prayer a day about about a business decision you're facing. Number two that you reference here is to take time to thank at least one person in your business each day. People are so seldom thanked and appreciated about that. That is so true. You walk around uh, America. And people, I promise you, do not, most people do not have anybody in their life that unconditionally loves them. Yeah. And most people rarely hear anybody say, hey, thank you. Thanks for doing a good job. Thanks for thinking that through. Thanks for anticipating this. And so you know what you can do to build your staff up? Nothing else. Just go around and thank them every day. Now, you don't have to thank each person each day, but take stuff that's genuinely Uh, real, that's good, that they have done or that they have said, and thank them for it. Make it genuine, and you will you will find the loyalty of your staff going through the roof. Yeah, what do you suggest, Bill, in terms of a ratio of constructive criticism <clears throat> versus it being, you know, the thanking somebody for the hard work that they're doing? I know if I'm not careful in all of life, I tip more into constructive criticism or just flat criticism of a situation as opposed to being aware that somebody's doing a good job. And sometimes people are simply doing the job that you've asked them to do. Uh, we don't want to just assume that they are they know that they're appreciated for that. So, yeah. So I, I don't know what the ratio is. I heard it's like four to one, you yeah. know, four positives for every negative, and then they balance each other out kind of thing. Uh, to my way of thinking, um, well, you know, as you were talking about that, I was thinking through how do I handle that with my staff? A lot of times they do think they're doing what I've asked them to do. I haven't been clear. Mm. And so I need to go back and remediate that and, uh, and help them uh, get a better definition of what I'm after. And that pushes me as a manager and as a leader to be a better leader and, a, and more clear in how I uh, give directives. 
Yeah, is there a sense in which you can offer this sort of gratefulness for somebody and to thank them and it doesn't come off as patronizing? I think that's one of the fears, right, is that it just comes off as sort of inauthentic, whereas the real you is is criticizing somebody, but the uh, inauthentic you is thanking them. I think there's a sense in which when we're appreciated, we just think, well, they're just saying that. Well, and if it comes across that way, then you probably are thanking them just to thank them. It's got to be real. you got to genuinely feel it inside yourself. If you don't, it'll come across as fake. Yeah. It's an important point as a business leader, I know. Yeah. It just I think I underestimate often how much employees just like to hear that they're doing a good job and what that means for morale. Yeah, they really do. And all of us like to hear that. You know, I, I like to hear it as a CEO. I like to hear from somebody that I'm doing a good job. And rarely, you know this because you own a business, rarely do the employers employees come up and say, hey, you know, you're really doing a good job. Uh, but uh, that's something actually that employees can do with their owners sometimes if they really feel like it. Because when you're in leadership, you don't get a lot of pats on the back. Mm. You just well, don't. Bill English, you are doing an excellent job as oh, a guest yes. here <clears throat> every Wednesday on Faith Radio Mornings. Love and having you on. I raise my coffee to you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, we'll, we'll take a short break here when we come back. I know you've got two more topics to get into relative to challenges for business leaders in 2019, but we find that they're relative for all of life. So much more to come with our friends. And Bill English next on Faith Radio Mornings.